Yes! <laughs> it's gradually getting louder and louder, more obnoxious and more difficult to deal with from an audio perspective. One of the first things that someone said to me uh, when I when they listened to last week's podcast was, why are you so fucking loud at the beginning and then you're really quiet for the rest of the podcast? That's a good question. And they've I got an answer. <laughs> to be fair, what, what are we going to say to that? I'm going to say shut the fuck up. And Who was that? Was that that fucking stupid <laughs> fathead again? <laughs> he's going to send for you, by the way. Shit. He's going to send for me? Yeah, he's going to send for I you. I fucking love to this see This is it. like a, a Devil Man versus Skepta 2007 vibes. I'd fucking love to see him send for me. He can punch his way out of a fucking paper bag. Couldn't send the letter. <laughs> <laughs> if he tried to, Bruno would probably be on strike anyway, the big, bold, dumbass. Oh, fucking hell, what's going on here? Yeah, no, monitor on. There we go. Okay, ladies and gents. <laughs> We are we are back, ladies and gents. We are back with another episode of the Mate How Good Was podcast. The episode where well not sorry. No, not Jesus the episode. Christ. The the podcast where me and Josh talk all things football with a particular focus on a on a on a footballer's past, someone that we admire. Although this week, Josh, you're far more enthusiastic about <laughs> it than I am. This week is good this week is gonna be like a a very one-sided thing, isn't it? I love this guy. You, I'm I don't not, think you don't love him. I just, well, I do, well, no, I don't love him. He's just all yeah. right. I just, I, d- I don't know. I, I disagree d- with that so much, but we will we'll discuss that once we discuss all things football first. I think what we need to take a look at, obviously, Josh, since we last spoke, transfer window. Yep, talk and to me. I can actually, I, I would actually put my hand on my heart here and actually say that both of our clubs have had what I would say are very good but sensible transfer windows yeah fully agree who did you who so is, is it just Jorginho Jorginho's the only person you know oh, Trossard no, Leandro Trossard oh, and this yeah. um, and this Polish lad Kivio who we've got oh fucking hell yeah but apparently mate he's turned up day one of training get this he's turned up day one of training broken Theo Wilcott sprint record fuck off he's a centre back is he going to play this I don't think he's going to play I mean season? he'll probably play he'll probably play Europa League and I'd say cup games but we're not in any cups um, we're out of all the cups. <laughs> Sorry. Well, it's all right. Um, I'm not too fussed about the cups this year, to be honest with you. It's about the big cup, I think, this year. Um, Jesus. But right. yeah, apparently... Well, hold on a second. Do you remember October, November time? I'm not getting carried away. No, but I'm not getting carried away. No, I'm... No, I'm, I'm saying joking. Is, I'm, I'm winding not. you up. I'm winding you no, up. No, because now you have wound me up. Because <laughs> now I'm worried. What if we don't win it? And you're going to come back and look at this and you're going to say, do you remember when you said you were going to win the league? Well, that's not what I said. Right well, right, well, I'll put it to you straight away. Here's a question for you straight away. Would you take Would you take Man United season if they came fourth and won the Carabao Cup or Arsenal season if they came second? What's a better season? Fourth and Carabao Cup. Okay, fair enough. Well, you, you, mate, like, it's, that's a no-brainer. You're in the Champions League. Yeah, All right, okay, let's say, let's say you were one point behind City and you were 15 points behind. So United were 15 points behind Arsenal. What's a better season? Mate, fourth and Carabao Cup. Fair enough. I like that. I like that attitude. I yeah. agree with it. Well, you've like you've won a cup and you're in the Champions League. Realistically, like, if you'd asked me at the start of the season, if you'd asked me at the start of the season, if I could have one of those, I'd be like, mate, if we could get fourth, that'd be unbelievable. Fair enough. But I've, um, I've got a question for you, right? If go you, on then. If you, sorry, just as a, I heard this on uh, another, another sporting platform. Uh, let's call it Orc Sport. <laughs> Someone said the other day, if you're a West Ham fan, yeah, would you take West Ham winning the FA Cup and getting relegated, or coming tenth? Coming tenth, really, mate? We, getting relegated, but they'd go back up, wouldn't they? I, but would they go back up? Yeah, I don't think, mate. How, mate, uh, mate the Championship ch- is a tough, tough league. How cheap would Rice be if they went down, though? I oh, mate, we'd be we'd be rubbing our little hands yeah. together. Five ke- what's cheaper, Declan Rice or Mikel Arteta? I got the fucking light bulb, guys. <laughs> I got the fucking Rice, guys. This fucking player, guys, he's <laughs> such a good fucking player. Let's go out and win this fucking game. Fogging. I love, the, <laughs> I love that. How do you spell fucking, Mikel? F O G G I N G. Fucking game, guys. Let's go out, guys, and win this fucking game. Uh, um, right, anyway, back to transfer window. Sorry, back to transfer window. So, on yeah. Rice, though, where do you reckon he go? Chelsea or Arsenal? All honesty. Chelsea, you're fucking joking me. Where do I? Where would I go if I was Rice? Arsenal. Where would I go? Where will he go? Chelsea. Boy, a Chelsea fan was at Chelsea. Young guys, best mate plays there. They'll offer him three times as much money as you will. Who go to Chelsea? Excuse me. Chelsea are shit. (laughs) What Chelsea? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Every time. 
But where's he? Um, Does nah. Declan Rice get in their team every day of the week? Do you think? Yeah. I don't know how good this Enzo, Enzo Fernandez is. What if he's mustered though? I, we'll talk about right, him. Right, we'll so, talk about right, so Rice and Enzo. As the two, in front of the mid- that's yeah. unbelievable, isn't it? It's unbelievable, despite yeah, the fact yeah, that we're yeah. uh, that Enzo Fernandez only saw him at the World Cup, but he's unbelievable. Mate, we don't we don't know if Chelsea are going to be able to fucking sign anyone in the summer after this transfer window, do we? Oh, that mate, they'll find it when there's a will, there's a way. Well, they've had it before. They've been done before. But yeah, I, even even if Chelsea don't, they can't be upset because they've signed fucking a bajillion players. But like I said, we'll talk about we'll talk about that. Sorry, I, I, I thought it was Darren <laughs> Bent. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we got, we, we got Sky Sports on the telly and it looked like Darren Bent has just arrived to Crystal Palace for training. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, fucking hell, they really do like scraping for players. Um, but yeah, I think I think both of our teams, Man United and Arsenal respectively, I think they've had quite sensible transfer windows. Yeah, agreed. What I liked is is that, um, what I liked about Man U, and I think you probably liked it as well, is that um, when Ericsson was injured, I think there was a little bit of fear amongst kind of Man United fans that you'd just kind of be like, Placid and just not really do anything, mate. Straight away, bang. Yeah, it's very unlike us, and it's also the player we bought is very unlike us because we, I, I was reading the other day we got offered Isco, Saul, Awa, and Yannick Carrasco. Yeah, and I thought, fucking hell, are there four players that sum up a deadline day signing more than those four players? Mate, it's just missing Julian Draxler. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> <laughs> That is spot on. Yeah, it's so that yes. is spot on. He's always there, isn't he? Um, and also, have you seen, apparently, Isco's being linked with Everton. Could you imagine short... Um, Isco, <laughs> so what we're going to do is we're basically going to spin this wheel and if you lose, uh, then you need to give one of the other lads a lap dance. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine two people to be less inclined to... In what fucking realm have you thought <laughs> that up in your head? That's because what, that's, what that's what his thing is. Oh, yeah. He's, it, He's got the wheel, isn't he? Yeah, the wheel. One of them is give someone else a lap dance. For fuck's sake. It's got like, no, no, no. Hey, no, 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 no. Um, but we've, I feel like from the very, very... I mean, I've seen Sabitzer... Like, let's let's be real here. I've seen Sabitzer a handful of times. Oh, I've, probably seen him, I've probably seen him twice for Austria, two or three times for Leipzig. I've never seen him play for Bayern Munich. By all accounts and by all the things I've watched, he looks like the right type of player. I don't think he's the I don't think he's the long term solution. I think that's why we haven't put a buy option in. But he'll I feel like he'll be a a good fit for six months. You don't get tra- you're not RB Leipzig's captain and, and then get transferred to Bayern Munich and play an okay amount of minutes of Bayern yeah. Munich without being a good player. Look, he's twenty eight. Okay, he's twenty eight. He's full of experience. He's played in top sides. Yeah, international experience. He's He's never captain go- as well. He's yeah. ca- he was RB Leipzig's captain before he went as well. And so what? He's never gonna. Br- he's never gonna bring something bad to the no, team. Agreed. Is he? Agreed. He's, like a player like that is only ever, even if it's only marginal, he's only ever gonna improve a squad. Absolutely. And um, sometimes, sometimes, mate, I find it really difficult to talk to not just United fans but Arsenal fans as well about those types of signings because they they see, you know, for example. Oh, we could have signed Moises Caicedo, seventy million. You know, we should have just paid eighty million and given Brighton the money. It's like the guys played probably eleven good games for Brighton. I also think you, when you do something like that, Man, I mean, Man United, I mean Chelsea. I, th- I think Chelsea will be someone who will struggle with this over the next couple of years. But Man United have done that before. Just, just fucking spend the money and have gone and bought someone, and it's. You end up putting, let's say, Caicedo's on two hundred grand a week, two hundred fifty grand a week to get it over and done with. That'd be our highest paid player, and, th- and that's it. And then yeah. everyone else goes, "Why the fuck am I not on two hundred grand a week?" Sets a toxic atmosphere. I think, I think Jorginho, Jorginho to me, oh, I don't know. I the, the my only thought process is Arsenal play really quick football yeah. with a quite a mobile midfield, like as in Jacker's not slow, Party's not slow, Odegaard's not slow, yeah. Jorginho just Jorginho doesn't have the legs of those, and I'm just intrigued to see how he fits in because I I feel like Arsenal's system doesn't forgive a player for not putting in that level of effort or having that level of speed. I might be wrong, but shall I tell you how it works? Yeah, talk to I'll me. I'll tell you how it works. I for one, and I'm going to say this now, right? I think that is a fucking brilliant signing. Oh, okay. I think, mate, when 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 it became apparent that Caicedo wasn't leaving, look, I I was I was. As much as the next guy, I was excited at the prospect of signing a young, raw talent yeah, like yeah. Caicedo from Brighton. Yeah, of course. But when they turned around and said, Arsenal were looking at other alternatives, and one of them was Jorginho, I was like, that's what we need. That is, mate, 
He's 31. Okay. He's won everything. He's won... Uh, yeah, apart, he from, apart from the World Cup. Apart from the World Cup. Yeah. Fuck, I was thinking he won the Champions League and I thought... Oh, wait, yeah, he's he won has. the Champions League. Yeah, yeah, of course he has. Yeah, of course he's he has. He's won everything. Not only that, his defensive numbers are better than parties, right? And so, and it, and it's not a comparison between the two. He's no, I think he's in a better. Yeah, and I think he's yeah. in a better side. I think he was previously in a better side. Not no, now. I'm talking this season. Really? This season? Oh, really? I sound <laughs> like <laughs> Scooby Doo. Really, Reggie? Oh, Reggie? Oh, Rorinio? Better than Party? <laughs> He's his so his defensive numbers per ninety this season are better than Thomas Party's. That's mad. So intercep- interceptions and tackles better. Yeah. His um his progressive play is not as much is is not as um is is not as is not as good as Party's, but his forward passing is not like you know drastically lower. Yeah. But what I think he gives you, mate, is we need someone like that especially at the back end of the season when things could get a bit dicey and a bit right we just need someone like him Carmed. yeah he's loads of bags of experience yeah. when you when you when you're two, when you're 2 nil up away from home when you're 2 1 up away from home you need to bring on a midfielder who's just going to calm everything down who's just going to yeah. tick the ball over you know link up between you know defenders have got someone who they can be really confident that they're going to spread it out to and then just do something simple with the ball do you know what i mean I also think the intelligence of it as well is putting him 18 months is if he comes in and smashes it. Mate, 18 months, not crazy wages. Yeah, if he, if he comes in and smashes it, you could probably extend it by a year. Whereas if he comes in and he's shite, yeah. you could flog him to, I don't know. Well, not even flog him, just cancel the contract. Or, well, I, you won't cancel it, there'll be a lot of money to cancel I think you could flog him to some Italian side for two, three million. But what I'm saying like is... Like a Roma or a Lazio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Two, well, he wants quid. to go back. The, his He'll ultimate go plan is to go back. Yeah, to I think go he back kind of, to I think he'd want to go back to Napoli, but the problem is is that Napoli... Well, not the problem. Napoli are way too good for... Uh, they're like, so, so good they're at the so moment. Good. They? Well, they're going to win the league, aren't they? Yeah, I'm just I checking how long we've been speaking for. So, I think, you know, for me, I think it's a really good sign-in. I don't. I don't see what other Arsenal fans see, and I've got, there's a lot of Arsenal fans who aren't. They just. It's. We come back to this point a lot. They're people that play FIFA. They don't really get how football works in real life. Yeah. yeah. And Jorginho doesn't need to be quick. No, no he like, doesn't. He he is a really intelligent player, mate. For fuck's sake, he won the player of the. He won the player of the Euros Euro yeah, 2020 yeah, yeah, yeah. like a year ago. Do you know what I mean? He won player of the tournament. He um. He is. I think he's the right signing at the right time for you. I think buying yeah. buying twenty eight year old Trossard, thirty one year old Jorginho, and a new young centre back. I don't think any of those are poor decisions. No, not at all. And it sometimes that that head is a good thing. Rather than going in, like you said, going stupidly overboard for Caicedo, I think spending sixty million pound less, and then you'll probably push for. I, I, I think what it is is if Rice if Rice is a genuine target for Arsenal, why would you push and spend all this money on Caicedo now when you're probably going to spend a relatively similar amount of money on Rice. And if, if, if the positions are, if you had, two, let's say you play two sitters, which I d- you don't really anyway. We don't play two holding but if you, midfielders, well, no. Well, you can't, well, Kaisido's holding, mid- Kaisido's a sitter, really. Um, he's more mobile than that. He plays box to box. Fine, but uh, anyway, well, if you're going to have a midfield of the options of, uh, Xhaka's going to be a difficult one to drop. Odegaard's undroppable, right? Let's have that right. Odegaard's undroppable. Yeah, he is. Yeah, Odegaard yeah. is undroppable. Then you've got between... Mate, Xhaka's 31 next year. Well, Fine. Well, maybe if you've got between, but if you've got between Party, Rice, Caicedo as the three to pick between the other ones, if Caicedo and Rice are your two 70, 80 million pound players, you know yeah. what I mean? That's a difficult situation yeah. to put the manager in. Whereas Jorginho be gone. Yeah, but I think or could be gone. It wouldn't surprise you if he. But was you gone. know, the other thing that people were saying is, oh, we've paid you know ten million for him and his contract's up in six months. If it's cost us ten million and we've bought in a player that could potentially be. The cover that we need to ensure that we have the squad, the squad depth to win the league, mate. That's a fucking Chelsea. A don't want to sell to you either. Let's like, let's let's have it completely of right. They Chelsea don't want, don't want to sell to, to you, so they're going to sell to us. Yeah, they probably sell them a lot abroad to five million, but ten million is, is worth it. Yeah, mate. If if it means that we add quality and depth to our squad so that we have a better chance of winning the league, mate. I f- I think it is worth every single penny. Edu's not fucking stupid. Like no, he he's not. he knows the score. He knows that we've been. Not not had over on the transfer fee there, but like he knows we've paid for the player over the odds. But actually, yeah. you're not paying for the player; you're paying for the circumstance. Yeah, agreed. In um, essence, right? Who's the who are the winners and who are the losers of the of the, of the transfer window? I think, I think Everton are the biggest losers. Oh my! 
Oh, right, we'll come back to them. But oh my god, I mate, I'm I don't know. I don't know what that club are doing. Also, can we just shout out Big John? Yeah, bit not Big John as in Bash. John Bash. We didn't have one of the cables to record this, and he dropped it over. So thank you, John. And he's a massive Everton fan. Everton, Everton. Um, but yeah, I think I think to be fair, they're the biggest loser of the transfer window. I think it'd be easy to say that Chelsea are the biggest winners. Right, why don't we... Yeah, because I think that's... Take Chelsea out of it, who are the biggest winners? Take Chelsea out of it, who are the biggest winners? <sighs> so hard, isn't it? Because Chelsea's so obvious, but that's what I'm just trying to say, take them out of it. Do you know who's done it? Like, the, like made a couple of pretty decent signings who? on deadline day. Mate, Palace. Yeah. Mate, I think Lukonga to Palace yeah. is a match made in heaven. Fair I think enough. it's quality. I think Lukonga's going to get a great education... Yeah, under Patrick Vieira and mate I really rate Patrick Vieira as a manager and I like watching Palace yeah they're a good side I think it's tough I think it's so tough I think it's so so tough I I think honestly take away from Chelsea are struggling I think the only people I know that have, oh, I, don't know. I mean did, did Tottenham didn't have a great window no, they Tottenham signed, haven't had a great window did they signed, was it Pedro Porro they signed yeah I City, don't even know that City, who did, City did nothing uh who is Pedro Porro? What does he do? Right back. Is he right back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that means that they don't have to play fucking... Matt Doherty, they cancelled his contract, which is fucked, by the way. They just cancelled his contract. They terminated his contract. Mate, he's been litter, Josh. Yeah, I, I know he's been litter, but this £80 million on a play he bought 18 months ago. It's just everything's wrong with Spurs, that shit. Uh, I actually don't know. Southampton bought a few players on deadline day. Let's just say them. Have you seen that, that big geezer they bought from Genk? Have you seen his hat Yes, I the have. Worst <laughs> the worst yeah, hat-trick ever. Yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. Wolves. Wolves. Wolves have had a good one. Mateus Cunha. Yep. I think he's a, he was linked with Man United in the summer. Pablo Sarabia. Good signing. Yep. That other lad they bought. Oh, Knox Forest. Knox Forest done as well. Right. Anyway. Knox Forest done. I'll tell, right. tell you who haven't had a great one. In fact, sorry. Can we just... Sorry. Can I just start there? Knox Forest have signed Kaylor Navas. What the fuck? That is insane. Champions that League winning four goalkeeper. Four times Champions yeah, yeah. League That's winning insane, goalkeeper. Kaylor yeah. Navas now plays for Nottingham. It's got big Julio Cesar vibes and Victor Valdez at Middlesbrough vibes. And then he came to Man U. No, he went from Man U to Middlesbrough. Oh, did he? Yeah. Could you imagine be like, uh, you're going to play for Middlesbrough? <laughs> Middlesbrough? <laughs> Middlesbrough, good side. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Hello. <laughs> I am Victor. <laughs> Why is he Russian? He's <laughs> <laughs> fucking Spanish. <laughs> Who fucking knows? Mate, Victor Valdez is still living in Ica Casillas' shadow. Yeah. To this, de- to this day. <laughs> to this day. To this day. <laughs> to this day. <laughs> um, right. Mate, I was just about to say, though. Go on. Uh, in all seriousness. Right. What Liverpool, what are they doing? They bought Cody Crapco. They, yeah, but they didn't buy him in January. Yeah, they did. Oh, did they buy him in January? Oh, yeah, yeah, they, they did. Right yeah, they did. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I fucking did. <laughs> oh yeah, they bought him right at the start. But um, and I like him by the way. And you you sent for him last um last episode, and yeah, I'm I not did. having it. No, I love it. He's fucking. How many goals he scored? Zero. Oh, God, Fif- you go. spent fifty fucking million pounds on a striker that six games in has scored zero you goals. You seriously? No, 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 you no, no. You can't no. talk about. Look, no, 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 no. Yes, I can. Fifty million pounds for a striker. He was forty million. Zero games in. He was 40 six million. games in. Zero goals. Woot Weghorst has scored more for him, and we got him for fucking free from Burnley. He's, he wasn't fifty million. Who's been better so far, Woot Weghorst or Cody Gakpo? Woot Weghorst. Every day of the week. And I'm not wrong. And the thing is, is I am fishing a little bit, but also I'm not wrong. You could be a little bit wrong. <laughs> what is what uh, you? I've watched it before. Gakpo's been dog shit so far. I think he will obviously. He's obviously going to be better than White Wake Horse long term. But he's been dog shit. That's so what I mean. That's what I mean. I don't care I about long term. Yeah, I care about now, bitch. Yeah, I know. And that's the thing. You you never think long term. You always think in the now. And you need to think. You need to think long term. Fucking hell, that was a bit deep. Yeah. Well, this I, is was, what's wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Me and Josh are actually having right, a... Also, also, sorry, because Sky Sports is on now, right? This pisses me off. This actually pisses me off, right? Pisses me off. So, at the moment, there's all this talk about Chelsea spending and the most expensive British transfers ever, right? Yeah. Mudrick is not on one single list. Why the fuck is he not on one single list? £88 million. I think, in theory, he's the fifth highest thing, but he's not on any list. Why? Oh, I'll tell you why. Because it's anti-Man United agenda. Because then they can get... Jaden Sancho and Romelu Lukaku in there who were significantly less expensive and they weren't less expensive 75 million 
both Lukaku, of them seven, but you didn't pay 75 million yes, we did. for Lukaku. No, yes, you we didn't. Did. Yes, we no, did. you didn't. Right, I'm not arguing about this. Yes, you paid did. 80 million for Lukaku. No, we didn't. 75 million. 75 million. Oh, no. Chelsea paid 92 yes, million. Yes, exactly. But why? But what I don't understand is why they don't have... Um, is it because of the structure of the deal, maybe? Well, he's 88 million quid. It doesn't matter what the structure of the deal is. Anyway. So I read somewhere about this. So I, uh, I was like... Chelsea surely have got to get done here. Surely have got to get done. Yeah, yeah. Mate, since summer they spent six hundred and three million pounds. Absolute fast. So it? basically, do you know what they've done? Long contracts. Long contracts. So apparently apparently that um it they work it out yearly based on based on the, the kind of the player's time at the club. Yeah. So if you spend a hundred million on a player, but then spread that out, let's say for example, just to make it really simple, over ten years, yeah. Yeah. Cost you ten million a year. And so in theory, if Jorginho was on a one year contract or Mudrick was on a ten year contract, they would cost the same to a exactly. club. Exactly. Ex- in the same financial year, yeah. But you can only be done per financial year. That is fun. So what they've done is they bought all these players and put them on like seven, eight year contracts to spread it, the cost. It was um that Badashelli or Badashelli. Badashil. Badishu. Is that how you pronounce it? That's how you pronounce it, yeah. Benoit so Badishu. Because yeah. he was the first one, was he? He was on a seven and a half year deal and he was like 30 million quid. And I thought, fucking hell, 30 million pound defender for seven and a half million deal. That, like, <laughs> sorry, I've just. So he was uh, he was on a seven and a half year deal and he's 30 million quid. And I thought, fucking hell, seven and a half year deal, 30 million quid. <laughs> so I literally just repeated my thought process in my head. And then you've just done it again. Yeah, so it's four times I've said that now. Brilliant. Um, It seemed like a lot, but then all of a sudden, like, all of them were doing it. Um, but that's but that's that's been their, their approach this this entire January transfer window. So Enzo Fernandez on an eight year deal. Mudrik is on an eight year deal. Yeah, like, it's crazy. Um, uh, Mudrik, by the way, everyone's oh, like, oh, like, why? D- no, I like the look of him. <sighs> They're like, why did he snub Arsenal? Why did- I tell you why he snubbed Arsenal because we offered him forty grand a week, which he was well happy with, by the way. Yeah, okay, and he was yeah. he was all over social media going, I want to go to Arsenal, I want to go to Arsenal. He was flirting, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, and then Chelsea turned up and said. Um, Michaelia, mate, how you doing? Um, it's great to meet you. Love your work. Um, Arsenal offer you forty grand a week. Why don't we offer you two hundred grand a week more than that? And he went, Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. And everyone needs to shut the fuck up. All right, I don't care. I don't, I don't care. I don't care who you are. <laughs> okay, who you are. You're taking that. Everyone will yeah, do 100%, 100%. that. Yeah, hundred percent. Everyone. Josh, you're a, you're a lifelong Man United fan. Yeah. yeah. If Man United offered you a fifty grand a week contract, yeah, and then Liverpool offered you two hundred and fifty grand a week, yeah. you would go and sign for Liverpool. Absolutely fucking not. Wouldn't. Go oh, shut up, will we? Would not go anywhere near. You're there. talking. Uh, you chat so much any, rubbish. Go anywhere near that. That's rubbish. You you would be so far up Klopp's bumhole. It'd be ridiculous. Mate, no, I, no. Right. You anyway, would. Right, right, right. You would if they offered you two hundred fifty grand a week and United were offering you fifty grand a week. I'll go United. That's rubbish. You're talking. You're talking. So you go Spurs, rubbish. huh? You would go to Spurs if Arsenal offered me forty grand a week and Spurs offered me two hundred and forty grand a week. I don't have to like Spurs, yeah. I don't have to enjoy my time. Can I there. score ten own goals every game? No. Well, if I scored ten own goals every game, I go live forever. That fuck that. Fifty grand a week is enough to make a very comfortable living. Also, your morale. Yeah, but you're levels. not talking about comfortable living when you're earning two hundred. <laughs> we're talking about League One. Two and a half, two and a half million pound a year. Oh no. Oh. Yeah. But <laughs> Josh, we're talking. You saying two and a half million pound a year, fifty grand a week? Yeah. Right. I re- right. Do you oh, know what I'm gonna, right, you're not right, even right. listening. No, 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 I am. Do you know what I'm going to do? Right. Uh, right. Listen. <laughs> What are you doing? Right, listen. Right, what I'm going to do is, when this pod goes out on that Monday, Monday evening, so yep. everyone, get yep. on social, get on our social medias Monday evening, I'm going to put a poll out. Would you yep. play for your own club for 50 grand a week or your rivals for 250? I'm going to see what the outcome Let is. Let me put it this way. Let me yep. put it this way. You just said two and a half million quid a year. Oh, no, that's not too bad. I'll be making that in a month. No, you wouldn't. 250 times four isn't two and a half million, you dumbass. Huh? Oh, no, right. Okay. <laughs> 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 good thing is, mate. How good thing right. is, no, mate, no. How good was Matt? Shut up. Right, I'll be making half of your yearly wage in a month. Oh, shut up. Right. Anyway, right. Can we go back to the cup? We need, I, we need to talk about two more things. Right. Okay. Before we go, before we go into our footballer of the day. Right. Let's 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 just obviously football this week, and obviously we're we're recording this on a Friday. The big one. The again, big, one, by the way. Yeah, I love it. By the way, one of the biggest things that's happened this week is uh, the Greenwood case. 
The Greenwood case. Right. Can we just can we just I just feel like we need to just say this now. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. fucking the, the fucker should never play for Man United. A hundred million percent. should never play professional football again. I don't care. I don't care if he's been found not guilty. He should be absolutely nowhere near my club or any club ever again. He's been found not guilty in the eyes of the law. He's been found not guilty in the sense of he's paid someone off. Yeah. And but let's joke. have it right. There is video and photographic evidence of his of his behaviour. Look, and the problem with it is if he does play again. The FA have got it seriously wrong because kids watch this shit. The, the that's the, not right. No, it's fucked. It's fucked, and I I, I think it, it yeah, it's so fucked. I think Man United are in a real. I think they're in a real. I I think they're in a real tough position in the sense of, um, they're in a real tough position in the sense of that. I actually think I do genuinely think, and this is this makes me sad. I do think there'll be people who'll be putting pressure on putting him back in the squad. Hundred percent. But I also think. Man United have to understand, like, fuck that. Fuck I saw on Twitter, no, I, I saw on Twitter, right, and, and the, I, we won't talk too much about this, because um, I saw on Twitter, one bloke was like, oh, come on, he's only a young lad. He's, he's a rapist. Oh, shut the fuck up, mate, you if idiot. Mate, if you're a rapist or a pedo, you're a rapist or a pedo. Yeah, do you know like, what I, mean? honestly, I do not want to associate with you. No. No one wants to associate with you. You're well, a rapist or a well, pedo. Thankfully, I read on Twitter earlier, and I, t- I saw, um, I saw on, because I follow um, a lot of the clubs on Twitter, um, Man United have basically just said, yeah, he's he's yeah he's still he, suspended. He, yeah, he's coming nowhere near the club. Um, the other thing is, did you see Gary Neville like to tweet, like to tweet that was like, yeah, and then bullshit. he tried to save it. Right, I, I'm finding he's been it, really bad mate, the last we, few months. Mate, last week we said about him, and he's got even fucking worse. This has got like, do you remember when Jolie and Les got lost six 0 for Aston Villa, and he tweeted a picture of a car? This has got a similar vibe to it. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, oh, sorry, I tweeted it in my pocket. Fuck off. No, you didn't. Neville, shut up, man. And he didn't even really apologise. All he does, right, all he does is he promotes these political messages where he's like, oh, the Tory MPs don't apologise, which they don't, and fuck them. But also, you can't you can't then do that and then not go, oh, it's not an apology. It's a, It was a clumsy mistake on my behalf. No, you, you need to go, I shouldn't have liked that. I'm sorry. What the fuck is he doing? Yeah, there's no accountability there, is there? Ah, and, fuck and, and, that it, and it pissed me right off. It, um, it it it's absolutely hilarious for for a pundit that goes on and talks about spineless performances and spineless people, like that spineless ha- response. That is as spineless as you get. Um, yeah, mate, he's getting worse. Like the more he goes on, as as not just a pundit, but just as a person, like he's getting worse. I hate listening to him. Yeah, so do I. He's got nothing I don't, I don't good hate, to say. I don't hate. It, I just like him a lot less. Right. The other thing is Everton. Wow. Wow. Josh, I'm going to say it now, and you heard it here, first on the Mate How Good Was podcast. They're going down. They're down. They're so down. They're so down. I was actually talking to, like you said, Big John. Bash. Bash. We were talking to him the other day, and he was saying that, um, he was sort of saying he feels that they are preparing to, the Gordon money is going to be used as part of a parachute. They're essentially preparing to go down with Daesh. And it doesn't surprise me. Mate, they got rejected by Andre Ayew. 33-year-old Andre Ayew rejected them for Nottingham Forest where he's going to sit on the bench all season. He'll earn money how? in Nottingham Forest, though. But how? He p- he plays for fucking... He'll play for Everton because Everton are fucking shit. It is, um, it is quite frankly, like... They're crap. In my lifetime, apart from Leeds, they'll be the biggest club that I've seen get relegated. West Ham? A West Ham bigger than Everton? Oh, that is a that's I, a, I I personally think Everton are probably bigger than West Ham. That's a big question though, isn't it? Are West Ham bigger than Everton? Can I be honest with you? Talk yeah. to me. Right. Why do people think West Ham are big? A uh, huge fan base. I do think that's a uh, that's a big huge fan base. Mm, yeah. But uh, and like and obviously way pre our time, but like Bobby Moore. Yeah, I suppose. Oh, yeah, only yeah, one yeah, winning yeah, captain yeah. play for West yeah. Ham. Um, they got a huge, huge, huge fan base, and we're in London, aren't we? <laughs> That's the difference. That's for fucking Muscat, that. That's... Hey! We're in <laughs> London, aren't we? <laughs> right. Should we finish there? Hey, listen. That's football, bitch. <laughs> football. We go again. Where you've seen those beautiful tears of a man whose heart is bursting. Enrique Casillas. Will you stop talking about tennis players and stupid Hollywood hackers, Phil? It's the gladiators out there, man. Not tennis players. Tom Cruise. Freak. I think, Josh, it is time. Um, yeah, Josh is so excited about this. I, I'll be really honest with you, listeners at home, all right? And or in I, your car, or on a run, or on your bike, wherever you are. Home, car, bike, what, don't, don't listen on a home bike. Home is where the mates are. 
Um, what I'd say is is that Josh is incredibly excited to chat about this player. I'll be perfectly honest with you. I can take him or leave him. I'm not that fussed. Wow. You bloody loved this guy, didn't you? I love him. Um, so, Josh, would you like to tell us who we're going to be talking about in today's podcast? Mates, how good was Antonio Toto Di Natale? Oh. Tony Christmas. Tony Christmas. We've got fucking Tony Christmas. <laughs> Eight hours is exactly what we need. we got presents at the back. Rangers in attack. <laughs> Tony's going to win the Premier League. <laughs> he won nothing. Yeah, he didn't win anything. He didn't win anything. Right. Which means, ladies and gents, my <laughs> the segment that we always begin with. The old teal of the tip. No, he, he's actually... No, 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 actually, individually, he has won something. What did he win then? Right, I'm going to tell you this. Oh, Individually, on, he won. He's the only player. He's the only player in Serie A. Look at the way I'm pointing at you. Look at me when I'm talking to you. He's, <laughs> <Yeah>. the, <laughs> he's the only player in Serie A history to win the Capo Canieri twice in a row. Twice in a row. Capo Canieri is for the player who scores the most goals in the league. He's the only player in Serie A history to win it twice in a row. Like once after the other. Twice. I was going to say. Sorry, I was going to say uh, twice ever. That's not true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the only player to ever won it consecutively. I was going to fact check you there, but you've you've corrected. 2009 it. to 2011. Yeah, 2009, 2010, 2010, 2011. You're he absolutely won the right. He twice in a row. That's the only thing he ever won. And also, he is. Uh, he's also Udinese's all-time top appearance pl- appearance maker, all-time top goal scorer, all-time top goal scorer in Europe. And I think, look, there are a couple of things that actually we need to recognise with him that are majorly impressive. I think for me, and we've had this conversation before, haven't we, about about footballers that go on to play for clubs that are... I, mm, the clubs that float in and around kind of nothingness. Don't yeah. get me wrong, a couple of seasons where he was absolutely on fire for Udinese, they finished in the top four in Serie A at that time, which was pretty impressive. But I don't know. I just think so basically... His his honours are mainly individual honours, aren't they? Yeah, they are. And I think his his greatest team achievement, and this kind of puts it into a bit of perspective. Um, his greatest team achievement was he got to the uh, the Euro finals in two thousand twelve. Well done. That that's that, and he didn't really play in that competition either. <laughs> so that's that that's that then. But <laughs> you know, right? Thanks. <laughs> but this is why I'm not I don't know you love him because you love the way he played and, and, and look he scored unbelievable goals yeah, yeah. actually he scored some incredible goals um, but I think just you know apart from the Capocanieri that you that you mentioned the two in a row he has won the Italian Footballer of the Year yeah 2010 yeah, which yeah. is great also this is underrated but we, you know we'll give him a pat on the back for this yeah Serie A Fair Play Prize Award. <laughs> <laughs> it's like having the cleanest toilets award. <laughs> Fucking pointless. Um, but yeah, I think. Um, I think. I think. I think. Like you were saying about the everything before, um, to get a team like Udinese into Europe is huge. The, Udine is tiny. The actual place Udine, yeah, where they're yeah, from, yeah, is yeah. fucking tiny. They're not a big club in any way, shape, or form. Actually, to be fair, they're actually having quite a good season this year. But they're not a big club in any way, shape or form. I think what I, I think what I do admire about him is that playing for a club like this, his worst season was like a seven out of ten. Yeah, agreed. Like and like he was so consistent, yeah. Um I think across his career. Like, mate, he's never had apart from his last season with Udinese, which was Yeah, yeah, yeah but, but yeah, we leave apart from, we leave he's that. never scored less than eleven goals in a season. His first two. Pardon? 2004-2006 he did. But 2004 to 2006 yeah, he scored seven and eight. But right. No, you're talking league goals. I'm talking all comps. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm talking fair all enough. comps. Okay, fair enough. So, yeah. I mean... Can I can I show you my first comment that I wrote about him? Because I watched loads of videos of his goals. Look at my first comment. What's his first comment? No one in any of the grounds. <laughs> <laughs> when you when you watch the videos of all the goals, to show to to put into perspective how big the club is, right? There's fucking no one in any of the grounds. There's no one watching Udinese. But I would I would I would argue that actually, as you watch, as you watch more and more of them, and as the time goes yeah. on, the grounds start to fill. Yeah, they and do. I th- I think that's that's largely in part because of him. 
Yeah, agreed. I, I honestly do believe. I honestly do believe that. Um, a lot of people who watch Italian football at the time did genuinely believe he was a very special player. Oh, he he was he was he was special. But the, I suppose the really sad part about him, and I'm, we're going to talk about this a lot more, is that he. It was all towards the end of his career. It was all towards the end of his career. Was yeah, really he did sad. peak very late, didn't he? Do you not? Do you not sad? What's that, Josh? He never actually played like really in the Champions League. No, he played in the playoffs. And and I think we speak. We've spoken about a lot of players now. I think this is our thirteenth episode, thirteenth, fourteenth episode. Yeah. And so, realistically, we we've not a lot, but we've spoken about quite a few players. And every player we've spoken about, even if it's like not, not like the top top, yeah. But we've spoken about players that have all played in the Champions. Sorry, League. I made, I got that wrong. He did yeah. play in the Champions League once. Sorry, one season. Yeah, ahead. but but like on a more consistent basis. Yeah, yeah. And I, I just think, I don't know. My the thing with players like this is, what could you do in a really good side? Yeah. Do you remember when they lost to Arsenal? Do you remember the qualifications? Uh, sorry, they beat Arsenal. Beat them. They, yeah, they lost to Arsenal. Qualifications. Was it two, 2012. Two, two, one, two one. Two one and one Yeah, yeah. I love it. Um, I love it. I'm not sorry. No. Fuck like, if that's what if that's what you, if you were right looking to, to me for sympathy. No, take it away. Yeah. Um, so he it. grew up in Naples. Grew up on a Napoli. Na- a Napoli boy. Napoli. Yeah, absolutely. But he's happy this season. Well, he'd be fucking loving it, wouldn't he? Well, actually, well. Yeah, like you said, Udinese aren't doing too bad. They're kind of his yeah, pub, though, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. they're also run by the um, Pozzo family, the ones that own Watford as well. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that. So loads of players go from one to the other. Like Udinese to Watford, Watford so to Udinese. So shifty deals. Like Robert, Roberto Pereira. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He went from uh, Udinese. Gel- uh, Gerard Delefeu went from Watford to Udinese, What happened didn't he? to him? Mate, he's, having a, he's had a class season Has this he? year. And then he got injured. Now he's injured. He used to, he mate he was like the next big thing, wasn't he? Gerard it was well weird because he went from Barcelona to Everton on a loan. He was unbelievable. Then signed for Everton. Then went to Barcelona. Then went to Everton on loan or something like that. It's fucking well weird. Um, it, was, it was fucking well weird. It was. He, he reminds me of a little bit of um, Bojan Kurdic. Do you remember him, mate? Whatever happened to him, mate? Hesse Rodriguez, insane. Mate, do you remember Hesse Rodriguez? His girlfriend was on like Spanish Big Brother, and Hesse Rodriguez <laughs> put like ten grand in to vote her out. <laughs> Just kept paying. Ow, 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 ow. But now they're together. I think. I think I read that the other day. Anyway, what Bojan Kurgis and and no, no, Hesse no, Rodriguez's no, girlfriend? No, I think you'd hear about that a bit more. As in Hesse and his ex-girlfriend who he voted to get out of Big Brother. Respect. Um, right. Anyway, Antonio where did he start his uh, where did he start his senior career then, Josh? Empoli, 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 um, bravo, Empoli, good, Empoli, an all right side, not the best side. Right and side. to be fair to him, when he started, they weren't in the top flight of Italian football. And where did they end before he left? Uh, they were in the top flight of Italian football. Ding dong, hello. So they uh, they got the promotions and stuff. He was looking really good, and then who comes in? He went on loan for it. Oh no, no, no. Oh, he went on loan yeah. to like he Via Reggio yeah, yeah. and loads of. Wait, hey, mate, I do, I, mate, do I care about how Via Reggio get on? Uh, no. No, to be fair. I've been to Via Reggio before. Have you? Any good? No, won't go back. <laughs> there we go then. Well, but it's just quite quiet. Nothing to really do. Udinese did come in for him, didn't they? Udinese. That is... <laughs> I don't know if that's an Udinese song. Should be if it's not. Yeah, they came in for him. And he was actually bought... <clears throat> the reason he was bought was as a backup striker. So he wasn't actually bought as like to be a number one. He was bought as a backup striker to... A, oh, what was it? Oh, to a Serie A legend, oh, a Serie A legend. Don't tell me, don't tell. Um, can I tell you the bracket of player I put him in within? A Maori, Vucinic, Quagliarella. <laughs> I'm never going to get it because he's completely. Uh, Vincenzo Yakinta. That's it, Yakinta. Yakinta, ten foot tall, sharp. He had a sharp face. There was another geezer as well. We played with, like, teamed up with quite yeah, well. Yeah, Quagliarella. Quali- yeah, that's it, absolutely. Who also, right, who also, Quali- right, because obviously part of what we're going to talk about is Di Natale basically has his heyday when he's older. I think it was about two years ago, Quagliarella scored like 29 Serie A goals. He was 36. That's fucking mental, A lot it? of older players do quite well. Like Miroslav Kosa was still absolutely oh, lashing goals mate. in for Lazio. He was so good for Lazio, wasn't he? Yeah, like when he was, when he was like 37. He was absolutely lashing goals. Yeah, he in. was. I think he retired I think at Lazio. Uh, he did retire at Lazio. I yeah. think in his last season, he scored like 15 goals, like league what goals. Ridiculous. What um, um, 
Go on, Josh. So, yeah, so he brought in a backup to Yakinta, and him and Yakinta st- struck up a really good partnership with each other. But the, a player like Vincenzo Yakinta, right, in Italy, in Italy, it kind of reminds me in the same sense of like of Scotland in this in this context, and maybe England to an extent. If you're half decent and you're playing well for Aberdeen or Aberdeen, the Kelly, Aye. or Kilmarnock, Stenhouse Muir. Stenhouse Muir. Huge club. We Mikey. We Mi- Who scored this week? We Mikey. We Mikey Anderson. We Mikey and Go on, Mikey! <laughs> we Mikey. We back you, Mikey. Yeah, love you, Mikey. So if you're playing half decent for any of those teams, or even like the German League, yeah. you're going to Celtic or Rangers. Or in the German League, you're going to Bayern. Yeah. Right? And your kid is the same. He's going to Juve, isn't he? Does 100%. he go to Juve? Yes. Absolutely does. So he's gone. Who then comes in afterwards? Qualiarella. Fabio Qualiarella comes in afterwards and then they strike up another brilliant partnership. Brilliant! Another one. I think Qualiarella and here and, and Di Natale, I think that was genuinely quite a lethal pl- like Yeah, like, goal scorers. I, I think genuinely at a time probably kept them up. Yeah. I think, uh, to be honest with you, because it was it was pretty dicey. What was the season where it was really dicey where they finished fifteenth? And I think yeah, two thousand nine. It's a little bit later on, but it's uh two thousand and uh, eight, two thousand nine. Was Quali playing there? Two thousand ten. No, I think he. I think he. I think he just gone to Napoli. Gone. Yeah, just gone. But they they were b- between that period of time, uh, sort of the the first up until well up until sort of the 2010, 2011 season. They were always flirting with it. They were always little flirts. And with it. and. That's what I, I don't know. That's what I do admire. I think about Di Natale as as much as yeah. like I do admire that about him. And that season they finished fifteenth. I think he scored what twenty six. Yeah, twenty six in all comps. And oh, actually, no, was it that, was that league goals? Yeah, we're not talking about a check. <laughs> no, yeah, twenty <laughs> yeah, no, twenty nine league goals. You fucking serious? Goal scorer. That, but I'm convinced. Like, if you're finishing fifteenth and your striker scores twenty nine league goals, he's kept you up. Yeah, hundred percent. He's a hundred percent kept you up. Uh, but. I think, and I think I'm saying that thinking. I'm saying that thinking. I just need to. I'm gonna double check. That, yeah, he did. Yeah, no, fifteenth, fifteenth. That is fucking mental. Twenty nine league goals in a team that's league. finished fifteenth. That is mad. Because I, because I heard that statistic and I've actually written that statistic and I've, I've just gone while you're talking. I thought I'm just gonna double check see if that's true. It is true. That's fucking mental. I said why? Uh, yeah, I, d- I don't know. How shit is the rest of your team if you're scoring 29 goals? Well, it's madness. 15, yeah, way. it's absolutely madness. But he's played with like, he, like there are some right that Udinese the Udinese players he play with. There's like some some the streets won't forget footballers in there, but also just like some cult Serie A legends, right? Pablo Armero at left back. I used to fucking love Pablo Armero. Gokan Inla, Mauricio Isla. I didn't clock. I didn't clock Armero. Pablo Armero, Gokan Inla. Didn't clock that. Uh, yeah, what, oh, what, who did I just say after? Mauricio Isla at right back. Do you remember him? The Chilean. I don't remember him. The Chilean no, who played right him. back. Antonio Flores Flores. Tony Flowers Flowers. <laughs> right? And, so good they named him twice. And, and, and on a, on a, le- oh, Pinsy as well. Pinsy, mate. Um, and also on a, like a, a, a level up from all these, Alexis Sanchez. Yeah. Played with yeah, early Sanchez. career Sanchez. Yeah, that absolutely. That is fucking mental, isn't it? That is... Yeah, and he went from Udinese straight to Barcelona. So... Oh, no, did he go some... In Barcelona. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. I For some reason, I always have it in my head that Alexis Sanchez also spent a bit of time at Sampdoria as well. Yeah. Um, didn't. No, he didn't. But, right, let's... So, in terms of speaking about Di Natale, if we... If we what, what we... What we do... And how we talk through players, I go through like, right, this season they've won this, and this season they won this, this season won this. This is a bit different. Well, yeah, he doesn't won anything. Because he doesn't win anything. So I think if we look at the the seasons that we celebrate him for, right, 2009 to 2014, right, he scores 120 league goals in five seasons. And if I'm, you, if, if I remember, if I recall correctly... Yes. In 2009, he's 31. Yeah. So he's 31 to 36. And 31 to 36. And how many goals did you say he scored? 120. And you pulled this stat out of your out of your ass earlier, and I could not believe what you said. Okay. Stinks. So 2009 to 2014, he scores more goals than who? 
between the age of 30 scores and more goals than everyone in the world everyone in Europe other than Ronaldo and Messi only two people have scored more league goals in that period of Ronaldo and Messi from 31 to 36 years old how fucking mental is that that is literally insane uh, like he is he's just I mean that is so good do you know what I li- do you know what I, I like about that even more is that um you would think, talking about him, if you'd never seen him play before, you'd think, oh, right, okay, so 31 to 36, he's kind of in the twilight of his career, he's going to be a big lump that they stick up top and sticks his head. Mate, he's anything but that. No, he's... he Right, as a... Fo- <coughs> this this is one of the things I want to come on, come on to. As a footballer, I don't know, like, he's not got any... He's, he doesn't have any defining traits that make... That you would think... Nah, mate, he was quick. fucking... Qu- no, he he's was not quick. that quick. No, nah, he was fucking. Quick. No, that's I bullshit. Don't think, I don't think he's he that was quick. fucking quick. He's five foot seven, mate. Have you seen some of the goals where he arrives to the box late? Absolutely, yeah, but ridiculous. That, that, right, that's what he has. That's what he has in abundance. He has a great touch. I think he could have probably. I, I think, like, could he have played a little bit deeper? I don't think so, really. Actually, in hindsight, but he had a great touch. But his arrival time into the box was ten out of ten. His his timing, his heading, his finishing were ten out of ten. And it's so We talked about it weird. last week, didn't we? We talked about it last week about how there's so much emphasis on speed and power. But actually, if you look at all the really great players, one thing that they do really well is they're just in the right place all yeah, the time. Oh, yeah, you, you, and, and the thing is, is you hear the phrase, you can't teach that. But genuinely, can't teach that. No. Can't teach it, mate. But I, I will I will have it said, I don't agree with the fact that you said that he wasn't that quick. I don't think he's... he's, he's mate, he was fucking fine, he's relative. Yeah, but fine, he's relatively quick. But he's also quick. He's 32, 33, 34. And the goals we're watching, he's 32, 33, 34. And by the way, he scores bangers. Yeah, he does. He, he does. Scores, no, 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 no. There's yeah, he so does, many... Yeah. He scores so many regularly from like an impossible angle. Yeah. From like really what from a very wide angle, he scores a lot of good goals from there. The one, the ones that I like that he that he's got in the locker are the ones where he he takes it out wide to the left hand side. Yeah, decides not to chop in, but actually just take it on from like you said from the angle. But he does so many of those where he just lifts it over the keeper and puts yeah. it far post. Mate, he scored unreal, isn't it? Mate, he scored about fifteen of those in his career, and it's such a tough goal to score. When you're when you're trying to beat a keeper near post, and instead of like smashing it along the ground and trying to you know catch Bash. him out, it literally like just the touch to lift it over the keeper and and, and put it into the far post is unbelievable. He um he a water player. I mean this is said, I can't I can't remember who it was against. Oh fucking who? He's literally he's on the left hand side of the box, just about to take it into the box. One touch out of his feet, hits across it. And literally, keeper just stands still. There's one. There's one that comes over a, a volley on the right hand side. He hits it on the volley straight over the keeper onto the other side, and it's like bash. Big time. <laughs> <laughs> it's an absolute boomer. So while he's starting, to, while he starts going on this hot streak, he um, Juve actually wanted him. Juve wanted him when he started going on this hot streak. And do you know what he said to it? Go on. Not. <laughs> Why did he say? I know not. he said no. Or obviously, no, he said no. But what was his reasoning? So for he that? said. So he said he, he he always wants to play for one club. And someone was like, "Do you not fear like leaving your leave, finishing your career, not having won anything?" And he said, "I fear death, not football." <laughs> that is a gangster phrase, isn't it? <sighs> is it gangster? Yeah, it? man. I fear death. Nobbed. I fear death, not football. He also said he fe- he fe- he said he felt so good that those feelings were worth more than money would ever would be. I love that, mate. I love that. But you do look. I. Yeah, but he's not moving to Juve for money, is he? No, he's well, he's going to be getting paid a lot well, more. Money get, than get, he he will be getting paid a lot more. But you're not going to move to Juve for money, are no, you? You, win, you go to move Juve at that to stage win in your career. This is he's like a weird. There's a weird brand of footballer that during their career everyone goes. Well, maybe stuff this has changed a little bit now, but like we actually spoke about this last week. Harry Kane, Matt Letizia, Alan Shearer. Alan Shearer spending, like, why do you not go to Man United? In his whole career, oh, fair play, one club man, fair play, one club man. Second he retires, why do you not go to Man United? What, Alan Shearer? Yeah. Alan Shearer had already won the league with Blackburn. Yeah, I, fine. Oh, I, oh. Could have won several more is what I'm saying. But anyway, take Alan Shearer away from it. Like, Matt Letizia could have gone to a bigger club, right? Had offers from Man United. Exactly. Yeah. So you go, all, whole career, you go, fair play, fair play, fair play. He retires, you go, do you not regret not playing for Man United? I think if I was watching Matt Letizia, like, if I had any footballing knowledge and I was wor- watching Matt Letizia when I was like this age, I, I would be having the same conversation internally. You know, if I was to sit down with Matt Letizia when he's a 23-year-old footballer and say, mate, you've got to move. Yeah, agreed. You've got to... Yeah, like, yeah agreed. He was so good. Yeah, he was. Um, um, yep. So, I, 
I, I kind of do and I don't get it. Ruby Costa, we spoke about last week. I think that's different. He he left Benfica. He also did go to AC Milan for five years as well. So yeah, like he went to AC Milan, different. won what he needed to win, did what he wanted to do in his career, yeah. but then did the right thing, came back to his boyhood club on a free, demanded very little from them in terms of wages, just basically pay me a humble wage, and this is yeah. where I want to end my career. Why can't players do that? Like, why do players not go and play, like for like League One, League Two clubs as much? Like, why that was a thing for a while, wasn't it? You'd have like random, random ex Liverpool and Everton players at Tranmere because it was just down the road. Like, why does that not happen as much anymore? I wonder. Because I think the opportunities now for you know what we what you, at that point you'd probably deem that player retired, wouldn't you? Yeah, true. Like. I think because there's so many more other opportunities and ventures that they can take that is going to be much more lucrative for them, yeah, and, and a much better use of their time. Yeah, money, 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 money. I feel money. like I, f- I really do feel like in the case of Dinatali, uh, to me, his career doesn't make sense. Yeah, it does because because he's not even at like a boyhood club. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he's not at Napoli, is he? No, and that's what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. it is odd. It's odd, but he's so loved in he's so loved in Udinese. Yeah, so obviously loved. because he stayed with them for so many years and scored so many goals and and kept them up when they were fighting. Yeah, like, and I get it, and and got them actually. All right, got them into Champions League qualifications in fourth spot a couple of seasons, but like, I I just don't get I don't get that. He um. One of one of the most one of his most famous or infamous nights is. Uh, um, <laughs> I know what you're going to say. No, go on, tell me what you're going to. No, it's not what you think it is. Uh, it's, it's exactly no, what I think it no, is. No, it's not. Oh. I promise you, it's not. Tell, is it? So, do you think it's something to do with smoking? Oh yeah, I was going to no, say. I not. thought it was his last. No, his not. last um, no, game. No, I'll tell you about. I'll talk about his last game in a minute. I need to find the ultras. Yeah, I need to find a picture of the geezer. Oh right, just thinking about other players that were like cult heroes at that point. That there was a Serbian right back with long, long blonde hair. What was his name? Basta! Do you remember him? Basta! He Don't went and played Lazio afterwards. Um, right, there was um, one of the most infamous, famous nights for Udinese, right? And, I, and if I can find the video and put it on socials, I put it on socials, right? But um, there is... Oh, what is his name? I need... Oh, oh, his name on the back of his shirt, he's number 77. I can never remember his name, but I, I can picture the image like it was yesterday. He... Um, they had Braga in a qualifier. They had Braga in a qualifier yeah. for the Champions League, right? 2012-2013. Went to penalties, right? 5-4 on penalties. Braga scored all five. Udinese got the final penalty, right? To get Udinese into the Champions League. This lad, Mayaskoel, I think his name is. Right, Mayaskoel? I think it's something like that. M-I-M-A-I-O-U. <laughs> C-S-E-L. I lost my head then for a second. Let's just have... Wh- right. wh- what did you call him? Mayaskoel. Yeah, let's call him that. Tenth penalty. Tenth penalty, right? Yeah. Everyone at five four. What'd you do? What would you do? Bottom left. I'd go bottom right. I'd go bottom left, hit it hard. I'd hit it as hard as I could. Yep. What's his geezer do? Oh, he hasn't gone for it, has he? Penenka. Oh, for <laughs> Penenka <laughs> straight into the keeper's hands. Antonio's last dance in the Champions Mid League. More like, fuck off, I'm doing a Penenka straight down the fucking middle. <laughs> what an idiot. I don't. When it comes off, it looks unreal. Yeah. But mate, if it mate Sergio Aguero's one against fucking Edward Mendy, do you remember that? Where well, he literally oh, caught it with one hand. Oh, <laughs> but Sergio Aguero's unreal. My Escobel, <laughs> who the fuck is that guy? His name's changed again. That's not <laughs> what you said earlier. Oh yeah, my double up. <laughs> oh, do you mean uh, my Escobel? <laughs> what a player, my show. <laughs> but right, anyway, right. I think look done for me. There he is, number 77. Mike Kasua. Mike Give Sewell. it here. Give Mike it here, because you can't fucking read at the best of times. That's harsh. I'm false. Mike Kusul. Mike Kusul. Right, okay, right. So you've questioned yourself twice. I questioned Wait, no, myself. Hold on a minute. That's a Brazilian name, no? Yeah. Like Mike. You remember Mike on? Michael Schnell. Yeah, he was. It's spelled like that. Um, look, I'll be, I'll be really honest with you. I... Can I also just tell my sorry the story as well? His in his final game. His oh final yeah, game, no, this is a good story to be fair. In his final game, he goes in with the ultras. He's got the microphone. I'll see if I can put this on socials as well. He's got the microphone and he's smoking it. He's smoking a cigarette with all the ultras singing the Udinese songs with him going mad. I'm like, oh mate, what a legend, what a guy. Do you know what I think he is? A man of the people. 
I feel like playing for Udinese, the people of Udinese would love him. I bet if he was seen in the streets of Udinese, he would stop, shake hands with people, take pictures and stuff like that. I don't feel like... Oh, yeah, of course he would, yeah. He's a fucking hero. The mad yeah, thing yeah. is... Right, and also, we'll, we'll, very, very briefly, his Italy record is leaves a lot to be desired. 12, 11 and 40. Barely and this, plays and this is what... This is too what, old. Well, yeah, yeah. By the time... Yeah. He's too old, I don't Yeah, think. yeah. By the time. I, I think this, this is where... This, this is where I'm torn because yeah. there's a part of me and we said it last that, and is there's a kind of like this hypocritical part of me that says we need more of this in football and I said this last last episode didn't I I said we need more of that in football and so I think people must be thinking oh we can't win like Lewis doesn't know what he's talking about we can't win with him like people are going like Lewis everyone's got, our 25 listeners are going yeah. Lewis doesn't know he's on a power like Lewis said last week that actually we need more of this in football Look, just seen Gary Neville and Jamie Carragher on the telly. Do you reckon they're going to be talking about what Lewis and Josh are thinking? Oh, absolutely no chance. They have no idea we exist, mate. Yeah, course. But um, my, I think my problem with him is, and it's my problem with like any kind of talented player like this is, I think in order to get the best out of your career, if you've got that talent, you need to go and do something with it. Agreed. And I think that's the problem I had with Raquel May. Yeah, it's the problem I had with it was the other geezer that we that we that we spoke about uh, a couple of weeks ago. Who was it? We haven't spoke about anyone a couple of weeks ago. We spoke about someone last week. I'm going to let you sweat and struggle. I'm enjoying this because no, I have um, no idea who you're on. I have no idea. I have no idea. No, who you're on actually, about. no. It was Batistuta. Oh no 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 no. No, but no, but, oh, what, no, no. no but hold on a minute. He's one of our. Fa- I think he's probably. Oh, I love him. I love him. I think him. he's probably our favourite. But he also had. He also had an, had an element of. Maybe too Should much loyalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think Harry Kane falls into that bracket. Who's name? I knew you were going to do it. It's Harry Kane. I knew you were going to do it. Right. Have you got any questions for me? You ain't got any questions for me this oh, week, we, have well, you? I think some. I think some. <laughs> right. Under or overrated? I actually do think he's overrated. Oh, I disagree I, so much. I actually I do think so he's overrated. Much. I think he's underrated. So I think a lot of people wouldn't talk about him and his goal scoring record is scary. I don't think people talk about him because he's just... I think his goal scoring record is scarily good. It's not scarily good. Oh, mate. Mate, mate that's rubbish. Mate, you came 15th in the league and he scored 29 goals in a season. Yeah, no, that is impressive. That's one league. season. Yeah, mate, he scored 28 the following season. Mate, he's played He's played 686 games in his career. He scored 300 goals. That is... No, 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 no. I knew mate, what you were going to... No, stop. Em- he's played for Empoli and Udinese. <laughs> because I knew you would do this. I knew you'd overreact. What I was about to say was, if you'd let me finish, okay, that is good. It is good. It's not scarily good. Mate, he scored more goals in his 30s than Bobo Vieri, Hernan Crespo... Yeah, but you're talking about in his thirties. You're talking about in his thirties. I think he's so. I think he's criminally underrated. But this, but th- you this would have question. you would have any of those players you just mentioned in your starting eleven over him. A hundred percent at the age of thirty-one. No, I wouldn't. No, but I'm not talking about at the age of thirty-one. I'm talking right. about. I, I'm talking about the player as a whole. Well, I'm ignoring you. Right, next question. <laughs> you hate it, didn't uh, you? Because right. you know I'm right. So in the peak of his career, so thirty-one years old. Yeah. Where's he going? How much money? In the peak of his career, where's he going? Thirty-one years old. Yeah. Okay, um, <laughs> it's a January transfer. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a January transfer. Go on, then. Go on, then. Go on, go on. Um, it's a January transfer. I say that um, Lewandowski is injured at Barcelona. They need someone to come in who's oh, gonna yeah. who's who's gonna who's gonna do the business. Yeah. Um, they're gonna sign him in a January. He's got three years left on his contract for thirty-six million. See, I reckon he'd go to Barcelona. I thought Barcelona as well. I thought 16 million. I thought they'll pay next. 60? 16. Oh, 16. I, I was going to say, you're enough. fucking... I think they're living in a cloud cuckoo enough. land. Right. Next question. I haven't written any questions, so I'm going to ask them really quickly off the top of my head. Right. True or false? He played the majority of... He played the most games with Samir Handanovic. Oh, Handanovic. Handanovic played so many games for Inter. That's false. False. Played a hundred, second most was Handanovic. Played 161 times with him. True or false? He was sponsored by High Tech for football boots. That's true. False. He was sponsored by Asics. His boots were dog shit. Oh, I right, thought it was Lewis, either High Tech or Lotto. Mate, oh, I need a poo so bad. I can <laughs> see. It's <laughs> like you're literally physically grabbing your arsehole. <laughs> All right, last question. Uh, no, wait. Two more questions. Uh, he has scored more goals for Italy than. Mario Balotelli. 
True or false? That's false. Uh, I haven't even... Okay. That's false. That's 100% false. Yeah, I can yeah, tell you now false. it's false. Yeah, it's false. It's false. 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 You don't and even need to look. I can tell you now it's false. Yeah, it's false. Uh, I thought you were going to say... One, he's played more games for Italy than Mario Balotelli. How many games has he played? No, don't Google it. No, no, I'm no. not Googling it. You are. Put your phone down. I'm not hurry Googling up, it. Mate, hurry up and give me an answer. Right. shit so bad. Um, he's played less games for Italy More. than Mario. He, scored four, he played 40. Mario Balotelli scored, played 36. And the last one, he got caught having a threesome with Mario Balotelli and uh, Princess Peach from Mario and Luigi. That is true. Yeah, true. 100% right, true. I'm, I'm going to... Because honestly... <laughs> I, honestly, <laughs> you got, I wish you could see the position I mean, he's lying I mean, like in the, the fetal moment. position. It's absolutely right. ridiculous. I'll let Lewis sign it all off. I love you all so much. Love Ladies you, and gents. Love, love you, love you, love you, Lou. Mate, how good was on Instagram. I love you so much. Love you, bye. I was going to do that a bit. All right, while Josh is going for a poo... Ladies and gents, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. We really appreciate your feedback as well. So if you could get us at eight at mate HGW at Instagram and just give us a little bit of feedback on what you think is, uh, is going well with the podcast and things you're really enjoying and maybe some of the things you'd like to hear a little bit more, that'd be really appreciated. Um, from myself and Josh, who is now literally um, bolted to the toilet, um, thank you so much. God bless. Love to the family. Good night. <laughs>